When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Memphis Tigers Sports Network from Learfield, live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, this is the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, driven by Wolf Chase Toyota. Wolf Chase Toyota, Memphis's number one Toyota dealer. Also brought to you by AutoZone. Next time you need a car battery, just pick it up. Visit AutoZone.com and select same-day store pickup. Just one reason why AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone, Toyota. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Toyota, let's go places. And by First Horizon, the official bank of your Memphis Tigers. And now, here's your host, Jeff Brightwell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brookhaven Pub and Grill as we get set for more basketball this season. We're going to have the coach out here a little bit later. We'll just let you know he is en route right now from the Lori Walton Center after they uh, got back late last night, and then they will leave tomorrow in preparation for this weekend's NCAA tournament. Penny Hardaway Radio Show brought to you by Wolf Chase Toyota, proud to present the Penny Hardaway Radio Show. They're the number one volume sales leader in Memphis and a proud supporter of your Memphis Tigers. That's Wolf Chase Toyota on Germantown Parkway in Cordova, online at Wolf Chase Toyota. Com. Let me get a show of hands, everyone in here who made the trip down to Fort Worth, Texas. All right. 
have a have a good time at the tournament. That's the first tournament we've had since it was in Memphis when all fans were allowed in. So hopefully it was a good experience. Everyone excited about the trip to Portland, Oregon this weekend. All right. So if you have not known, again, we'll have Coach Hardaway on here as soon as he arrives en route again from the Lori Walton Center. It'll be Boise State 1245. Uh, if you have not heard, I'm sure everyone has on Thursday. Our pregame show on the Tiger Radio Network will begin at 1130. We will be out here at Brookhaven Pub for the pregame show on Thursday. And then following that will be the 16 seed Georgia State and the number one overall seed and the number one team in the country, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. For those that don't know, and I think he's out looking to see if coach has arrived, make sure you talk to our director of operations and our assistant coach, Rodney Hamilton, who was a Georgia State alum. So he'll get to see uh, his alma mater out there as well as coaching the Memphis Tigers. So I know it'll be a big weekend for him. Again, the coach will be here in just a couple of minutes. We may end up talking to Rodney a little bit here in a little while as well. We want to let you know your Memphis area Toyota dealers have teamed up with the Memphis Tigers this season to create the charity stripe program for each free throw made this season. A donation will be made to support the Tigers scholarship fund. Memphis Tigers and your Memphis area Toyota dealers for the future. Let's go places and also made possible by 1910 frameworks. They've got the perfect frames of mats to give new life to your art, photos, and posters. With their creative framing, they can change your favorite sports memorabilia into a great piece of art. If it's worth framing, it's worth framing, right? 1910 Frameworks, 2029 Union Avenue, 1910frameworks.com. We're going to go ahead and get our first time out while we wait for the head coach to make his arrival here to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. Again, we will be out here Thursday, and we encourage everyone to come out Thursday to watch the Tiger game. If you're not going to be able to make the trip to Portland, that's a long way to go, but we'd love to see you out here at Brookhaven Pub and Grill Thursday for the Tiger basketball game that begins at 1245. We're back after this. It's the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, and it comes your way from Learfield. Imagine yourself in a new Toyota, like the adventurous RAV4 or the electrified RAV4 Hybrid at an EPA-estimated 40 MPG. Or step up to the roomy, built-in-the-USA Highlander or electrified Highlander Hybrid at 35 MPG. Now through April 4th, get 2.49 APR financing on a new 22 RAV4 or any new 22 Highlander. With approved credit through TFS. Get details at buyatoyota.com. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Toyota, let's go places. I'm consumer investigator Andy Wise. I can spot a fake a mile away. That's why I endorse Tiger Bookstore. Family owned and operated for more than 50 years, Tiger Bookstore is the official retailer of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. That means authentic, licensed Memphis Tiger merchandise and apparel, not some fake knockoff. And they have new gear coming in every day. Tiger Bookstore, 3533 Walker Avenue at the U of M or TigerBookstore.com. If you're not shopping Tiger Bookstore, you're not making the wise choice. The Memphis Tigers are proud to call these trusted businesses their home team partners. For all of your roofing needs, call 5-Ash Roofing. We do roofs right. Call Big League Movers, moving's heavy hitter. Want energy efficient solutions for your replacement windows? Call Chrome Construction. Support these hometown partners that support your hometown Memphis Tigers. 5-Ash Roofing, Big League Movers, and Chrome Construction. Go Tigers! 
Tiger fans, join us at Brookhaven Pub and Grill for the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, driven by Walt Chase Toyota. Monday nights at 7, live on News Talk 98.9 The Roar, Memphis. Come and join the expansive patio, complete with TVs galore and space to see dozens of Tiger fans eager to hear about Memphis Tiger basketball. We'll break down upcoming matchups and go inside Tiger basketball with special feature and guest. Brookhaven Pub and Grill is proud to be the home of the Penny Hardaway Radio Show. For updates and promotions, visit Brookhaven online at brookhavenpubandgrill.com. The sweet sound of savings. This winter, MLGW reminds you that there are simple ways to reduce your monthly bill. Set your thermostat at 68 degrees or lower when you're home. Or wear layered clothing and thick socks to keep warm. Turn off lights and appliances when not in use. These are just a few ways to convert wasted energy into real savings. And the extra savings will warm the soul. That's music to your ears and your wallet. Make the sound of savings your favorite tune. MLGW, serving you is what we do. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. We roll along here. We Again, we are waiting for the coach to make his way. He is on his way from what we understand from uh, the campus, and we'll talk to Coach Hardaway a little bit later. But in the meantime, we mention our special guest tonight, Rodney Hamilton. He's our director of operations, and he's going to have a very fun but probably stressful weekend out in Portland, Oregon, because, Rodney, you've got two teams that are going to be uh, out there that you've been a part of, obviously, the Tigers, and obviously we know the story about the team being in the locker room. You guys get out there just after the uh, the selection was made on, on CBS yesterday, but I'm sure you went in there in time to see Oilers Memphis. Oh, that's Georgia State right above, and you're a Georgia State alum. Well, yeah, me being a Georgia State alum, I was actually in last Monday, I was here watching the game when they won, so uh, I was able to, to share, like, hey, I'm my, my, my school is – is uh, going dancing as well. So I was able to, to go there and uh, spend four years there and play, and uh, I did some decent things there as a player, as a student athlete. I had an idea today that we were going to talk to you, and I know we talked to you about playing at Georgia State before, and so I'm kind of Googling some stuff, and the photo photo comes up. We talked to you a couple of years ago when, when you got recognized down there, putting with the Georgia State Hall of Fame. Am I right on that? Yes, you're right. And, uh, and, and it said – Coming home, Rod, Rodney Hamilton, Georgia State legend. Legend. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. we, we always talk about so many Memphis high school players that go on to play college ball where they play here at Georgia State, and, you, and, and you're one of those guys. There's, obviously, there's, not, there's only X amount of roster spots available exactly. on a college basketball team, but you guys find places to play. People are, people are in Memphis looking. Exactly. Memphis is a hotbed for basketball. Uh, we're known to be a basketball city. Um, when you're recruiting, all coaches love to come here and, and try to get players because they know that we play hard, we go hard, and, uh, you know, what type of player that you'll get if you uh, recruit a player out of Memphis, Tennessee. What, what was it like playing as a high school player in the, in the city of Memphis? Because, I mean, at, at that point, you're, you're, you're being highly recruited. There's a lot of schools out there. I'm sure Memphis is the back of your mind. I'm sure there was some talk, but there's schools from outside the city yeah. as well. Is there an inherent pressure when you're a high school student, or are you just playing and not thinking about that stuff? Oh, you, you're playing and not thinking about that because uh, just the way we were bred here as, as Memphis basketball players, like Pastor played at Hamilton, uh, myself at Whitehaven, uh, you know, those guys, we, we, we just we compete. And we try to take our, our competitiveness to wherever city that we're uh, able to go to. If it's not here, 
for the University of Memphis. Whatever university you're able to attend, you try to represent Memphis in any way, shape, form, or fashion. As a high school player, when you go out to play at a, at a school outside of Memphis like, like Georgia State, or even if one of the, one of the guys here uh, stays in Memphis and is fortunate enough to play for the Tigers, how often do, throughout the season do you play another team where you run into a guy that, that you played against in high school, and he's at another school somewhere across the country. Yeah, what, what's funny is you may, you may, we all keep up with each other because it's still a, a brotherhood from Memphis basketball players. So you kind of keep up and you kind of know if you're on their schedule, you're like, hey, I'm coming to your, your city or, or, you coming to, or they're coming to you. You're going to have the bragging rights to whoever won uh, in the city. Rodney, you, you had a unique experience this year. You, you have been part of the support staff that has handled everything involving the program. Uh, one of Penny's right-hand guys, you've helped with, with logistics and everything this year. You, mm-hmm. you get a chance to, to uh, with some movement in, in the middle of the season. Now you're one of the bench coaches. How, how neat was that? And that's something we, we've talked before. Is that yeah. something you've kind of wanted to get into? Oh, well, it's been there for the majority of my career. Right. So uh, me, me being a bench coach, uh, it was just like riding a bike because uh, with Coach, he lets me be in the film, uh, you know, help on the court when coaches weren't out. Uh, when he didn't have a coach hired, I was always the guy that was able to get on the court and do do things, recruiting, uh, work with the players and everything. So uh, me being moved in that spot was just like, hey, riding a bike. I heard a rumor that the Tigers went on the streak when you got moved onto the bench. Is that true? What kind of streak? The one, the 12 out of the 14. Oh, well, yes, that would be me. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> well, how all does your uh, – how much did your day change once, once you guys kind of moved the, uh, the staff around and you got on the bench? Uh, how different was it than going through your ordinary day the, uh, before that? Uh, for me, um, I just – I kept it the same. I just added a little bit more workload to the back end, uh, watching film, uh, helping with scouting reports, uh, working with players on the – on the floor and, and things like that. So uh, for me, I just I kept the same routine because I still have to do both. Uh, so it, it, it is what it is. What, what, how, how unique of an experience has it been to be around this team this year? Because when, when you are maybe not on the bench, the, the, you have different relationship with the players than when you're, you're really active on the court. Did that change very much? What, the, the crazy part is I, I, I'm very active with the players, so my relationship didn't change. It just uh, – Certain things or words of wisdom that I'm able to give them, uh, I was able to do it a little bit more forcefully, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, but other than that, um, have a great relationship with the players, trying to reiterate what Coach Hardaway is saying to them and getting them to do. And uh, I continue to do that to this day. What, what, what are your observations on the season? Because you've seen it a little bit as a support, and then now on the bench, the. We, we talked to Coach last uh, last week, and he knows it kind of a little bit of a roller coaster. But boy, you guys got things settled in, got healthy, went on the big run. It's yes. uh, it, it was a journey this year. It, it has been a journey, and um, when we get to Portland, we want to continue that journey. So um, through the ups and downs, I can say the people here, the fans, um, did you see the crowd? I saw it. Man, I have to give it up to the crowd in the AAC, AAC tournament. They were really a big part of their run that we were trying to do to uh, make it to the championship. Tell us a little bit, since you do keep up, I, I know with your alma mater, I know your, your main focus right now is coaching here at Memphis, but you keep up since they are in the same bracket, and that's going to be the opposite game. And 
They're, they're, a 16 seed has beaten a one. You never know what's going to happen. But when you take a look of at it. Of course I want him to, yeah. to, to, to win. I, I, I talked to the coach, uh, Coach Lanier. I told him what a great job he's, he's done since he's been there. Uh, I knew him when he was assistant coach at Tennessee. Um, so when he took over there, I knew he would be able to do some good things. Because um, what's funny is Ron Hunter is now in our conference. Right. So, um, you know, I have a rela- relationship with him. And uh, the current coach there now, Rob Lanier. And uh, I just hope they, they compete. And what's crazy is my first college game was against Gonzaga. Oh, wow. Yeah. My coach came in. He applauded me and ridiculed me at the same time. <laughs> he said, Rodney, I'm going to congratulate you. You got six steals. He said, but you also have a tournament record of six turnovers. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so. Ronnie, we're going to spend a couple more minutes with you. I know I've, I've heard Coach Hardaway has, has, is here. The, yeah, okay, we've got cool. confirmation on that. But just before we let you go, since you've, you've got that relationship, you're an alum, and the Tiger fans that, that will be going to Portland or if you're going to watch that game after the Tigers win their game mm-hmm. early in the afternoon Thursday and they want to watch Gonzaga and, and Georgia State, what, what, what does Georgia State have? Well, we all know what Gonzaga's got. They played for the national title last year, so – if they're going to hang around in Portland to watch that next game, what should they look for? Oh, they, uh, Rob Lanier has them playing hard. Uh, they're sharing the ball. They have an evenly scoring team, uh, guards. He was able to get a uh, couple of his big men back. from. Uh, they had some injuries as well early on in the season, and so they were able to finish up as well, uh, making a run with some wins and streak together as well. Do you have the scout for that game? No, I don't. Okay. I don't know if they you, – you might know them a little bit more. But than I got the, the inside track, though. You got the scoop? Yeah, I got the scoop. All right. Well, the coach is here, so we're going to take a timeout. Big round of applause for Coach Rodney here joining us oh, here thank you. on the show tonight. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, the coach has arrived. We'll be joined by Anthony Penny Hardaway when we return here at Brookhaven Pub. Don't forget, Old Dominic is a proud hometown partner of the Tigers. Visit olddominic.com to learn more about their state-of-the-art distillery Located at the heart of downtown Memphis, Old Dominic encourages all basketball fans to share a sip responsibly. And Tiger Basketball also brought to you by Shelter Insurance, continuing their 75-year tradition of supporting the communities they serve. Learn more at shelterinsurance.com forward slash 75th anniversary. We've got the coach next. It's the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, and it comes your way from Learfield. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. Right now, you can do the complete job and get a great deal when you buy a set of Duralast brake pads and rotors. It's also AutoZone's national hiring event. We're hiring all positions, from sales to warehouse and drivers, both part-time and full-time. Visit careers.autozone.com or any one of our stores. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. When you're ready for your next painting project, there's only one place to go for high-quality products. Memphis Paints carries premium Benjamin Moore paints for any type of project. Benjamin Moore offers unmatched color and durability, so color will last for years to come. And when you shop Memphis Paints, you're not just improving your home, you're supporting a local business too. Benjamin Moore, for everything that matters. Memphis Paints is a proud partner of the Memphis Tigers. 
You are listening to the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, driven by Wolf Chase Toyota on the Tiger Radio Network. Wolf Chase Toyota is the number one volume sales leader in Memphis and is proud to support their hometown Tigers. Wolf Chase Toyota delivers the best customer service and dealership experience to Toyota drivers throughout the Mid-South. That's Wolf Chase Toyota on Germantown Parkway in Cordova and online at wolfchasetoyota.com. Wolf Chase Toyota, Memphis's number one Toyota dealer. Go Tigers! We have a job to do, to protect the peace, the pride, and the people of our city, to realize our greatness together, to do the work that matters for ourselves, our families, our community. Do you have the strength to serve? Learn the true value of a challenging and rewarding career in law enforcement with the Memphis Police Department. Join the best in blue. Visit joinmpd.com. Hi, Tiger fans. Jeremy here for Tiger Bookstore. Are you looking for the best in University of Memphis apparel and gifts? Then look no further. We have the largest selection of goods to make your game day, home, office, or special someone a true blue Memphis fan. So come by the store at 3533 Walker Avenue, just east of Highland, or shop online anytime at tigerbookstore.com. Off campus, online, and always fun. Tiger Bookstore. Go Tigers! All right, welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill as we continue at the Penny Hardaway Radio Show tonight, brought to you by Grind City Brewery, official post-game party headquarters of the Tigers. Signature beer, Tiger Tail, official craft beer of Memphis Tigers. Enjoy Tiger Tail while celebrating the Tigers at their beautiful brewery at 76 Waterworks Avenue in downtown Memphis. A reminder, you can watch the game here Thursday. Tigers tip it off at 1245. We'll do our pregame show here on Thursday, beginning at 1130, and then we'll be back out here on Saturday as well after the Tigers get that win in advance to Saturday. want to give a big round of applause. I'll see him at the front table here before we bring out uh, Coach uh, Rick and Sandy Spell. Big round of applause. Thanks for having us out here again this season. Uh, it's an awesome place to have a show. And now, put your hands together. Make a lot of noise. He has arrived. The head coach of your Memphis Tigers, Anthony Penny Hardaway. <laughs> All right, fresh off the trip and now back on the road tomorrow. And, Coach, thanks for taking some time to just come out here tonight. I know you guys, everyone is extremely busy. It's a, it's a quick, quick turnaround because you play uh, a championship game on a Sunday and you get that Thursday draw. So not a lot of time to turn it around. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. And it's so weird because we're the last tournament right before Selection Sunday. Right. And, uh, you know, losing that, it was kind of bittersweet to have to go and get good news after, after losing the game. But it is a quick turnaround. Uh, we leave again tomorrow. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the tournament and the experience in a, in a second. But four years ago, you took the job here, and you wanted to get the, 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 the program back on track, winning championships, getting to NCAA tournaments, and you kind of watch the steps now. There was a hiccup due to COVID, and that banged the season your second year here, but you fought it with the NIT championship last year, and now you break through. You're, you're in the dance in the tournament, first tournament since 2014, and so things are trending upward, and I know that's a, you know, a goal that you had, and you've got bigger goals. That's not just to get to the tournament here. You've got a long-range plan, but just, just your thoughts on, okay, we, we've, we've checked that off the list now. Yeah, when I first took the job, I understood the mission, honestly. I knew that. We weren't where we needed to be. 
and that's no knock on anyone else that was here, but we had lost our fan base. We weren't getting to the NCAA tournaments, and I was like, I feel like I could do something about this, and now we're here. So I'm proud of the effort. I thank God for this opportunity, and, uh, man, we're going to try to seize the moment. It's funny, especially in, in, in this day and age, every, everyone, including yourself, you probably want things to happen. There's that sense of a meaning. You want it to happen fast, but it is a building process. Yeah, well, you know, the first year having Jeremiah and those guys, Coach Tubby's team, we went to the NIT. You know, I don't know if we were NCAA team then, but we fought hard enough to get an NIT bid. Right. Um, and, um, you know, we did that. The following year was the COVID. And yep. then, you know, last year we just – we had the team and just couldn't get it done. DeAndre misses the first seven games of the of the season and and uh, we're all over the place. And then obviously this year. So it's been it's been a, it's been a good ride. Well, you've, you've got some momentum going into the uh, the tournament since February. You're you're one of the hotter teams. You have one of the better records in the NCAA coming in here. I know uh, I, I saw on CBS and some other publications last night that they're that are looking at, at at Memphis as one of the more dangerous eight nine type of seeds out there that could uh, bust some brackets in this NCAA. And I know from from what I understand, and I've heard, and you're reading stuff on the internet. I know none of the teams out in the West are happy that they've got a team like Memphis out there. I mean, because usually when you think of an 8-9 seed, you're thinking of a, a last team type, in type kind of deal, and that shouldn't be too tough of a contest. But all of a sudden, here come one of the hottest teams of the country playing out West. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and happy for the players, our school, and our city because now we're out there, national media in a positive way, uh, you know, when it comes to basketball. And that's what I set out to do. I wanted to have our name back out there like it used to be. Everybody remember the glory days of all the NCAAs, from Coach Finch all the way up to now, and that's what we want to be from this point on. Well, I just thought of this because you mentioned Coach Finch. So now you you and Coach Finch uh, are the only only two players in school history to have played and now to will have coached in the NCAA wow. tournament game here at this school. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's only fitting, too. You know, it's just with the, uh, to have my name with Coach Finch's name, you know, playing for him, that's, that's pretty cool. What do you think he would say? Or what do, you, what do you think he's saying right now, looking down, saying, all right, fourth year, and you, you got in, and you, you're going the right way? He'll say, listen, now let's go win this damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> let's go win it. We, we're going to talk a little bit more later about the bracket. We'll talk about the bracket and how the American did with the two bids and what your thoughts are just on the rest of the NCAA tournament. Again, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of the three games we played here in a second. Overall, tournament experience, because as we mentioned last week, the last time we had a conference tournament that was quote-unquote normal where all the fans were let in, there weren't any restrictions, was the last year it was in Memphis because the second, your second season was Fort Worth, got canceled the morning of. Last year they limited attendance, but this year the, the doors were open. They're not having to go through a ton of protocol and everything like that. What was the tournament experience like down in Fort Worth? It was pretty cool because we had the most fans, and thank you guys for coming out. It was cool. It really was. It wasn't as crowded as it should have been for national TV. That's why it needs to move back to Memphis. No knock on the conference. It needs to move back here. We know we'd have it packed out, but we had the most fans. That's what made it the, the experience really good because they held us down in those games when we needed the energy. Uh, what, what kind of a challenge is that for a conference that, you know, moving to the neutral site really for the first time? You don't count last year because it was limited to – to try to build that fan base to a neutral site because obviously they, they, they extended the contract. If it doesn't work out, they'll probably be looking at campus sites. And as you mentioned, no, no, better, no better site than FedEx Forum for, for, the, for an American Conference Championship. Yeah, I just, you know, SMU being a small private school, they don't have a really a large fan base. 
Houston, um, they, they travel well. But after that, not too many yeah. teams, East Carolina, Tulane, all those teams, they're not traveling to Dallas to come and, uh, and support their team, another small school in, in Tulane. Right. So you got to get it somewhere where the fans are going to come out in droves. I love Dallas, but not more than Memphis. It needs to move back here. <laughs> What uh, what day you guys started out Friday? You traveled down there Tuesday or Wednesday? Of this, oh, yeah, for the conference. The conference tournament. tournament. We left Wednesday, I think. Was it Wednesday? At, at, at what? Point? My days are going in a row. Right. right I can imagine. Wednesday. I can imagine. At what point when you guys are doing your practice day, you're around the team hotel, getting out a little bit. I know you kind of keep them, you know, bunched in, getting ready for tournament mm-hmm. games. But do you start to notice? Well, there's. There's a lot of blue now showing up here in Fort Worth. I mean, we know the Tiger fans travel well, but at, at what point during the week did you notice, hey, there's, there's going to be a ton of our fans there? Yeah, just actually um, probably Thursday night going into Friday, you started seeing the blue coming out and saying, okay, I kind of felt the energy of the crowd after we beat Houston that they were going to come and support, and, and they did. They also, uh, I know the rebounders, the fans that were there, they, they see you off every day. You guys have your final Film meeting, you come out, get on the bus. It's got to be nice to walk through the lobby of all the fans. Man, that took me back to my time coming through the lobby and having the fans there. We were coming out of our meeting room, and, you know, they were set up with the cheerleaders and the fans. That was pretty cool to give the boys that, that extra confidence. Well, what's the experience like as a coach from, from a player? I mean, you've, you've coached some conference tournaments already here before, the one in Memphis and the one last year, but it was limited. So the, the first full one, what's the experience like between playing in it and coaching in it? Now, it's different, obviously, because, you know, I can affect the game being a player, so I'm locked in as the leading scorer of the team and what I really have to do. And as a coach, I'm really just taking that moment in. You know, I'm, I'm taking that moment in because it's, it's history. It's things that you'll look back on later on and say, hey, I remember in 2022 in Dallas how special it was to have the fans there, friends and family in the line giving you five before you go to the, you know, high fives before you go and play in the game. So that's how I take it in. I took it in as a coach. Take, take us through when we talked to you last, which was Monday night at the coaches' show, and then you travel. Just the trip in general, the message you gave the team, you're coming in with the momentum, you had beaten Houston in the final uh, regular season game and uh, had everything for, for Alex and it was such a great day at FedEx for him. But, you know, you know I don't guess you want to get too high or anything. You, you still got to stay focused on the, on the task at hand. So, What's it like the, the, the few days after we talked on the coaches' show as far as, you know, have fun here, but, but you, you've got a job to do? Well, first, was, I wasn't trying to put so much pressure on them. You know, I felt like we had ended the season well. I wanted to ride that wave. So in practice, we were just talking about what we really wanted to do in the game, our principles on defense, you know, how to share the ball on the offensive end. And then when we spoke to them, anything about the tournament, it was like it's a new day. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. And, you know, you can't rest on the last 10 games that we won. You have to be locked in. But I wasn't trying to put a ton of pressure on them. And then going into Thursday, it was, okay, we're getting closer. And then uh, started playing Friday. And when Friday started, it was like we've already played this team two times. They beat us once at, the, at our place. Showed film of them being in the game for a very long time. We started off 15-3. to We subbed, they came back, and then yeah. we pushed away later in the game. So I said they were very capable and – Man, they, they came out Friday. That was beautiful coming out in the first five, six minutes yeah. the, on their Friday game against UCF. But before you get to Friday, I know you probably had a couple of coaches. I'm not sure if you, you made it over there on Thursday to, 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 to watch the, uh, the UCF, the USF game, or, or just watch any other games. Did the guys get a chance, or did you, did you want them staying around the hotel? I know sometimes coaches are, are good with, like, go, go watch a game, just kind of get out a little bit, and some of them will say, well, I don't want you hanging around the arena 
you'll be there all day. You're running around. I don't want you getting, you know, you're, you're, we've already played a long season. I want you rested. Yeah, no, we wanted them rested. We had the coaches to go scout mm-hmm. the games. I was watching it actually on, the, um, on my phone because I, we didn't know, you know, who we were going to play. So we had practice Thursday night at 745. And as soon as we were getting to the gym, UCF hit the three to, to beat USF, and we knew who we were going to play. And always when you, you've got a first-round bye, you're rooting for that game. You play a couple overtimes, too. Yeah, for sure. You wanted it to be close. <laughs> you wanted them to play their starters 30-plus minutes and have to play against us the next day. And that's what we really used against them early, that we were going to pressure them and felt like they had tired legs. All right, let's talk a little bit about it. 85-69 to get the quarterfinal win over UCF Friday night. You guys, as you mentioned, busted out of the gates. They made, they made a little bit of a run. They pulled it within two. But I, I never felt at that point – I mean, maybe you did. You're on site, but, but watch the game from the studio. I never felt, well, they're within two, but I just don't feel that they're going to be able to get over the hump. And I think once we get another run, we'll put the ball game. And that, that's what happened. What was it like on site? Yeah, for me, it's how they made the run that allowed me to know that it wasn't going to be sustained. They made a bunch of threes. And, I mean, they weren't hitting any rim. It was all net. And I was like, wow, they're really shooting the ball better than they've shot it all year. And I felt like that wouldn't, that wouldn't hold up, and it didn't hold up. Yeah, you, you had some guys step up in each game, uh, and that's the, way, that's the way it is in tournaments sometimes, some unlikely guys. It's different guys each night. But on Friday night, it was uh, a fan favorite, Lester Quinones, of 22 points, five yeah. three-pointers in that game. Yeah, that was honestly his best game I've seen him play here. He was so, so solid defensively. He was four for four from the field. Uh, early in the game, he was really hot and played a great game. Discuss a little bit or, or, or kind of reflect because, you know, he, it's, he, he's a junior, but with the way college basketball is, if, if you're a junior and you're at the school for the third year, you're really a, a veteran veteran. It's almost like being a senior back before mm-hmm. you saw transfer portal and players leaving uh, really early to go pro. This guy uh, he has been a starter since he was a freshman year. He has been through the – the ups and downs and the battles. What kind of influence does he have on this team? Because he's, he's, he's played as many minutes as anybody else has since you've been here. Yeah, no, he's, he's been asked to do a lot, and he has a huge influence on the team because he doesn't miss a practice with playing 30-plus minutes, having to guard the other team's best players, and we still need him to make shots. So that's, that's, that's big for us to have him on the team because he's durable, he's tough, and he knocks down shots. And it's interesting, the persona that, you know, the, maybe, maybe not the persona, but the, the image. Because we remember the freshman year, he comes in, he's the fun-loving guy. He's got the, he's got the short shorts on, looks like a 1980s player out there. And, you <laughs> Jackie, know, yeah, yeah, yeah he's hustling. Jackie Moon. Right, Jackie Moon. He, he's hustling everywhere, and he still does all those things. But you can tell now that not that people didn't respect him as a basketball player, but you can just tell the maturity of, of Lester over the three years that, now when you think of Lester, no longer you think of, oh, he's the funny guy on the mic or he's the fun-loving guy, which he, I'm sure he still is, or the short shorts. You think, well, that's one of their defensive stoppers. He's the guy that's going to come through the big shot. He's, he's, he's that glue guy. Yeah, early on he put so much pressure on himself as a freshman to be a one and done. And when things didn't go his way, he pouted. He kind of didn't like what was going on. And that was just part of all the freshmen, not just him. And now he understands – what it is. He didn't go in uh, after the first or second year, and he just kind of settled into his own game and just, you know, just became who he is now. And he's always been a fantastic player. He just started to put less pressure on himself as he got older and started understanding what the, what the situation really meant and what the moment was for our team. 
One of your all-tournament players, your unanimous freshman of the year, Jalen Duran, 21 points, 20 rebounds. Man, that was a that was a really unbelievable performance for a freshman. He was uh, he he committed to that that night. I've been I've been like challenging him on getting 20 rebounds because the big kid Oscar at Kentucky averages like 15 rebounds a game and has had multiple 20-plus rebound mm -hmm. games. I said you have to do that again. You haven't done it in a long time, and he did it. He was like, Coach, I did it tonight. So I was like, I was proud of him for real. You, you move the chess pieces around every game, especially with your young guys, and you've talked about it. You're, you're going you're gonna to tell in the first probably 10, 15 minutes of the game whether it's going to be a night that are going to get some minutes if they've, if they've got it or if the game is coming to them or if it overwhelms them. But that night, Josh Minot had it. 17 minutes, he gets 12 points, seven rebounds, puts together some nice high highlights for you. Six of seven at the free throw line. Yeah, Josh, is, Josh has been playing well. He's, he's the athletic, uh, energetic guy that just comes off the bench and, and gives us energy. And in that game, he probably has one of the, the, the best in-dunk dunks that I've – Right. In-game in dunks that I've seen. I've seen a lot of dunks, and I was a dunker, but – to see him do the one-hand windmill dunk during the game, that doesn't happen often. Man. I don't know if that's happened this year or in a while, but that was that was fantastic. I know coaches are always preaching, you know, you get that breakaway, just get the – I mean, old school, I can hear you. Know, we, we can probably hear Coach Fitch now just lay it up off the glass. But at what point when he's rolling down there do you do you think – or do you start to see him start to, 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 to cradle the ball and think, okay, if, if you're going to do it, make it. I've seen him do it, like joking <laughs> around in practice, but he's never tried it. And to try it in a game in the first half, is that takes a lot of balls. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it does. You got to give him credit for that. <laughs> and he pulled it off. Yeah, it was, it was outstanding. Okay, after the game, I'm sure there wasn't any, any immense celebration. Uh, they're happy they win. You're just, at this point in tournament time, you're just trying to, you win the game and you immediately just try to put it behind you because now you've got to turn around and get ready for the big matchup with SMU. Yeah, this is what I want the fans to understand, which is the third seed we've had there for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. That is the worst seed. That's why you have to finish higher because you have the 8 p.m. game usually on Friday. And then you don't get into your room until 2, p 2 a.m. And then you got to get treatment and eat. So the boys are down in the treatment room uh, that's in this huge uh, ballroom. Some are eating. Some are over getting massages. Some are over getting treatment. And they have to be down there for at least 20, 30 minutes. So they really don't make it upstairs yeah. until like 3 a.m. And then have to turn around and play an early game the next day. And the teams that have finished first and second, they play the early game both days. And then they get early game rest, early game rest, and then play another early game. So when you play that late game, it just starts to trigger in a negative fashion. And I can just tell you know, in the Houston game, we were not the same team right. because you could just see them playing against the, the game was so hard against SMU. Then we get daylight saving time to spring forward so we right. lose an hour. And then now we're in the game like this. And Houston's like ready and go because they've lost two to us, and it it just backfired, man. And it's just it was ugly. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to talk about the SMU game when we come back. It's the Penny Hardaway Show. We're out here at Brookhaven Pub and Grill. And did you know it costs T Dot at least nineteen million dollars annually to pick up litter in Tennessee? There are one hundred million total pieces of litter on Tennessee roadways. Take pride in your state, like you take pride in your school. Slam dunk your litter because nobody trashes Tennessee. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Also made possible by the Tiger Bookstore, your one-stop shop for all officially licensed Memphis apparel and gifts. They're the official merchandiser for the Tigers. 
Stop by the campus store on Walker Avenue or shop online anytime at TigerBookStore.com. We're back with the coach after this timeout. It's the Penny Hardaway Radio Show from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, and it comes your way from Learfield. Boyle Investment Company has been on Team Memphis for 85 years. Every development we fund, from retail and office to mixed use and residential, strives to be a slam dunk for the entire Memphis community. From Memphis to Germantown, Collierville and beyond, Boyle is a master at developing Class A properties that endure the test of time. We're proud to support Coach Penny Hardaway and his University of Memphis Tigers as they build another winning season. Boyle, supporting our team, building our town. Old Dominic Distillery is a proud hometown partner of the Memphis Tigers. Located in the heart of downtown, Old Dominic offers full distillery tours, curated tastings, and craft cocktails. Visit OldDominic.com and follow Old Dominic on Facebook and Instagram for the latest news, releases, and cocktail recipes. Ask your favorite Memphis spirit shop where you can find Old Dominic products for the big game. And while you're there, look for the limited edition bottle of Hewling Station Straight Bourbon Whiskey, sporting Memphis Tigers team colors. Old Dominic encourages all fans to share a sip responsibly. R.J. Young offers technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, or law firm. R.J. Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. We're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. R.J. Young is the official technology solutions partner for Tiger Athletics. As a locally owned hair salon business, nothing is more important to us than the health and safety of our team and our community. All Memphis area Supercut salons are open and seeing clients with our safe salon commitment in place. Our safe salon commitment was developed in partnership with top infectious disease doctors to maximize safety and sanitation in our salons, which means when you're ready for your haircut, we'll be ready and prepared to see you. Learn more about the safe salon commitment and prepare your visit at supercuts.com. Hi, my name is Takia, and a little thing that I love about the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich is when I take a bite, it's the perfect blend from the bacon to the cheese. It's perfection. Hey, I'm Katora, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is it kind of melts in your mouth, so you know it's creamy, cheesy, and delicious. This gooey mac makes me cheese every time. (laughs) Order dinner delivered on the Chick-fil-A app today. Delivery fee and other restrictions apply. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. We continue with the head coach, Penny Hardaway, here tonight. And thanks to, uh, again, everyone for coming out this evening. We are going to talk a little bit about the SMU game, and we're going to make that possible by First Horizon Bank, the new face of First Tennessee, Special Bank of the Tigers. Pick up your Memphis Tiger Visa debit card exclusively for First Horizon Bank. Visit any branch or online at firsthorizon.com slash go team. First Horizon Bank, your Memphis Tigers, true blue through and through. We were talking about you get the three seed and your rest shrinks every day uh, throughout the tournament, and you played such a, a a string of games where you had to win. And here here comes the SMU game. Uh, you're 0 and 2 against SMU. Uh, you played them at home. Uh, that was the, the the team that was just ravaged by injuries. And and and, you, and you've said it. Let's face it. They just they just beat us when we went down there, and that was the one speed bump in that in that run. So a lot is put on. Saturday. I think that's the game. I think a lot of Tiger fans, other than the championship game, were thinking we, we want that next shot at SMU. Yeah, and it was it was no motivation needed for that game because they had owned us and then they got into an um 
an article that we someone found on SMU's page that had the players guaranteeing the win against us because they had already beaten us twice. And once the parent, once the players saw that article, they were like, oh, man, no, we can't let them win now. But they were guaranteeing a win. And so when we went into that game, the guys played desperate. They put everything that they had in themselves into that game to beat SMU. When you watch that game, and for the fans that were down there, I'm sure they'll agree, and you could see it on TV. So, I mean, you saw it whether you were there or not. That was the intensity and as physical as that game was, was it was like watching an Elite Eight Sweet 16 type of game trying to get to a final. final. There were some scary moments, let's face it, yeah. in that ball game. Yeah, it was. I mean, they had, to, they had to win that game to get into the NCAA tournament, so you know how hard they were playing. And we were playing to say if they beat us for the third time, maybe they'll knock us out or put us like way, way lower seed. Like the first four game. Yeah, yeah, first four game. And I was like, we don't, we don't want that. Plus, we have enough pride to say we're not going to let any team beat us three times in a row. And that's what happened. I think some of the heroes of this ball game were off the floor because we all saw Jalen go down. We saw Tyler go down. What about old Dr. Barry Phillips and the medical staff of that team? Yeah, shout out to Dr. Phillips. You yeah, don't ever want to see him on TV. We saw him a couple times. <laughs> Usually when you see the team doctor, you're, you're, you're holding your breath. Yeah, first Jalen. Jalen went up for the block, and Kendrick Davis was flopping, you know, trying to get the call. Right. And took his legs out, and then he hit the floor and had no, just all wood, just smacked it. And I, when I went over there, he was crying. And I was like, oh, Lord, because Jalen doesn't, you know, he was hurting. And then he kept, you know, he had a hurt shoulder before, so he was like, my shoulder, I can't move my shoulder. I was like, not right now. You know, like, I hope that he's, he's fine. Come on, let's just wait for a second. I didn't know if it was a collarbone. Then he was like, I can't feel my hand. So when he started saying that, I was like, maybe he hit a funny bone because yeah. he was like, I can't feel my hand yeah. or whatever. And he braced himself with his wrist. And I said, do you feel like anything's broken? And he was like, I don't know. He was just still. Probably and just then, numb. You know, yeah. yeah, just numb. And then he started moving a little bit. And then he was like, oh, after a while, about another minute, he was like, okay, I'm all right. I exhaled. <laughs> like, seriously, because, you know, you don't want your big man hurt, especially him, and got him up, and I didn't think he was going to go to the locker room. I thought he was going to go over, because he was like, I'm staying in the game. Yeah. When he got up, and it was like, you got to go out for one play. And then he went out for one play, and when we started coaching the game, and I looked down the bench to put him back in, and he wasn't there, and I was like, something else must have happened. But I stayed in the zone, though. I had to, I had to stay in the game. And then the next couple plays, Tyler goes up for a block on the fast break on Vandermill helicopters and then lands, and I thought that he tore his knee up and uh, or kneecap was out of place or whatever, and it was just a cramp. So I go out there to talk to him, and he was like, it's just a cramp. And I was like, okay, good. We don't need any severe injuries right now with what we have going on. And we knew we just had to get him to the sideline to get some fluids in his body. But And then Jalen comes back. Who, who delivers the message to you? Do you see him come out of the tunnel? Or who, who comes down the, the bench and go, hey, he's back? No, I was looking in the timeout. I was looking for him, and I was like, where's Jalen? And they was like, he's on the way back. I was like, get him out here. If he's on the way back, he needs to come back now. <laughs> but he got back into the game and finished the game off strong. Got two huge offensive rebounds, stick backs, and uh, finished it off with getting the rebounds and sealing the deal with some free throws. I, I don't see how Tyler, and I'm sure everyone here has seen that, comes through, the, as you mentioned, the helicopter, almost kind of a, a half flip and, and slams, the, uh, slams the floor. And we were watching it in the studio. He's just, you know, he's just sitting there. And I, I didn't know. I was like, is he, he's not grimacing, so is he okay, or is he just in shock at this moment? Yeah, when he, he, when he fell, he, he was sitting up, and then he was just looking at his knee, so I thought it was something bad yeah, because he, yeah. I didn't think it was a cramp. 
And uh, thank God when I got over there, it was just a cramp in his, in his leg. Before we get to our last break, uh, we talked about it. You never know who's going to be the hero of the night. How about Earl Timberlake? Nine points, five Easy rebounds. Earl. Gets a big but I thought the block before the half, even though you're still going to have the lead, that just sends a little extra momentum because you don't know. You know, those two points could have been – it could have been something big at the end of the game. Yeah, you don't want to give SMU, who's a scoring team, another advantage or mm -hmm. momentum going into the half. And, man, he went and got that block. Terrific block that saved two points that, that helped us win the game. He played a great game, though. He came in, initially got an offensive stick back, played great defense, and then got that block. And then the second half, man, he was just being tough, getting offensive rebound stick backs, guarding guys, guarding Marcus Weathers, who, right. who had a great game against us at Moody Coliseum at, at SMU. So he came in to play huge minutes. All right, we're going to take our final time out. When we come back, we'll talk just a little about Houston. But we, want, we want to look forward now to the trip to Portland and the NCAA tournament. Don't forget Tiger basketball and the Coach Penny Hardaway Show brought to you by Benjamin Moore Paints. They're a preferred dealer authorized by Benjamin Moore, the store for painting more and proud partners of the Tigers. We're back after this. It's the Penny Hardaway Radio Show from Brookhaven Pub. Comes your way from Learfield. Hey, everybody. This is Coach Penny Hardaway. Memphis is home to the greatest barbecue and basketball fans in America. I know a thing or two about both. But I want legendary slow-smoked hickory barbecue ribs, lean pulled pork, and by the way, the best hand-breaded farm-raised Delta catfish, I will bring my family into Corky's. If I'm in a hurry and got to get back to the family, friends, or team, I just zip through the drive through Make sure to always check out the daily specials and tell them Penny sent you. There will be hard days. The day you get bad news. The day it hurts too much to get out of bed. The day hope turns to hurt. At Regional One Health, we'll never stop being there for your hardest days. We believe healthcare is defined not by the patients we see, but the people who walk out our doors. By the scan that comes back clear. The medicine that puts you in control. The news that you're heading home. Regional One Health. Specializing in tomorrows. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You are listening to the Penny Hardaway Radio Show, driven by Wolf Chase Toyota on the Tiger Radio Network. Wolf Chase Toyota is the number one volume sales leader in Memphis and is proud to support their hometown Tigers. Wolf Chase Toyota delivers the best customer service and dealership experience to Toyota drivers throughout the Mid-South. That's Wolf Chase Toyota on Germantown Parkway in Cordova and online at wolfchasetoyota.com. Wolf Chase Toyota, Memphis's number one Toyota dealer. Go Tigers! The Memphis Tigers are proud to call these trusted businesses their home team partners. For all of your restoration and emergency service needs, call Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, your restoration specialists. For all of your tree service demands, use Robinson Tree Service. We know Memphis trees. And for all of your garage door issues, call Precision Door Service. We fix doors right. Support these home team partners that support your hometown Memphis Tigers. Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, Robinson Tree Service, and Precision Door Service. Welcome back for our final segment. 
uh, the Penny Hardaway Radio Show at Brookhaven Pub and Grill. Coach, let's go ahead and knock this out before we move on. Corky's Player of the Week, Corky's Barbecue. is Memphis Barbecue. Find out more at corkysbbq.com. Of course, we saw Jalen DeAndre on the all-tournament team, but who do you want to give maybe the, uh, the, the player of the tournament uh, for you last week? I'll say Jalen Duran. Jalen, that was well-deserved. Jalen, uh... Jalen put on a show, and uh, that's uh, when the lights are the brightest. That's when you want those type of guys to come through. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you want when you're a big-time player. You want those moments. He took advantage of his opportunities and, uh, and played big for us. All right, Coach, uh, a final thing, and we had talked about it earlier, rest shrinks throughout the tournament. You're a three seed, and uh, we had talked about it at break. You put so much, you invest so much emotionally in that SMU game and the rest shrinks. Unfortunately, it's not that the guys – like they, they put out what they had, but sometimes, let's face it, the, the engine light comes on. Yeah, well, we, we wanted the game. You know, we, we wanted to get to the championship game. We wanted to win. Not making any excuses. Houston just came out with more energy mm-hmm. because we had already beaten them twice. It's like the roles reversed. The night before, we had all of our energy into the SMU game because we felt like we couldn't lose to them three times in a row. And the next day, they felt the same way. And uh, as a coach, you try to guard against that because I knew that that could happen. It just seemed like the, the, the legs weren't there. We didn't get our pressure. Even though they made some adjustments, we just didn't get the pressure that we needed that we got in the first couple games, and they, they played well. And it's, it's not just investing so much in getting that win over SMU. Let's face it, the last 45, 50 days, every game has been here. You've got to try to win this game. You, you win 12 of 14, and, and you know this as a player because your second year when, when David Vaughn got hurt, y'all were kind of in that situation just scrapping, trying to get back to the NCAA the year after the Elite Eight, and when you're emotionally having to get the adrenaline so high every game, at some point you're not going to be able to muster that. Your body's just not going to kick in. Yeah, we had to dig from so deep. And I played the starters 30-plus minutes all mm-hmm. those nights. It was rare that we had a game that we blew teams out and they could just go rest. So for the last month leading up to the conference championship, we needed every minute, every second out of every game from our starters or our first seven. I played ten guys in the first half, and then the second half I would be a seven-man rotation. So – it, it just got to be so much on their bodies as it got closer. And then when the times happened in the tournament, I could just see them wearing down. All right, Coach, we got about five minutes here. Let's talk about the NCAA out in Portland. You're at the West region. You're the nine seed. You're going to face Boise State. And I had forgotten uh, we saw them last year. Uh, and Boise State gave you your toughest match. And, again, this game is going to come down to who can dictate their style. When you look at uh, – uh, the analysis of the teams, you're one of the faster teams in the country. Boise's going to – they rank as one of these slower not, – not, they're not slow, but they like that slower-paced game. It was a 56-54 win last year. They, they were – let's face it, they dictated the pace, but you were able to get the win. Yeah, they got up like 10 points on us early, mm-hmm. and then we started our pressure. And then we got the pressure on them and sped them up. They don't want really to want to play fast. They want to get into their sets. They're more of a Princeton-style offense, kind of what we run that – cutter set where we pass, cut, back doors, and all of that. So they play that style. And when we started to pressure them and speed them up, it took some quick shots, and we got back into the game and kind of held it from that point on. We never lost the lead. They maybe tied it up, but we were always pretty much in control. But they are well coached, and they play very hard. They've, they've got four of their double-digit scores from that game uh, back this year. Uh, Malden Armas, he had 12.7 rebounds. Uh, Dutrieve had 11 points, a couple of rebounds. Shaver, 10 points, five boards. And Acott had – he had a very complete game, 10 points, four rebounds, and five assists. I'm sure you guys hit the scouting report last night on the way back. Yeah, four really good players 
uh, that are both all, all four athletic, all four can shoot it, all four are just really tough. And I watched about three of their games in the locker room last night after we got done because our plane was delayed five hours after the game. So we sat in the locker room for five hours before we could leave, and the guys were sleeping all over the arena after we <laughs> lost. And we couldn't leave until 9.30 because of the plane company took um, Texas Tech back right. to Lubbock before they picked us up. And we had to sit in the, in the locker room and made it back. We were supposed to make it back at like 8. We made it back at like midnight. Oh. Coach, let's take a quick look at a couple of the other teams uh, in the bracket. First of all, we talked to uh, Coach Rodney. His, uh, his Georgia State team is going to be down there. They're facing uh, Gonzaga. And, look, it, it's no longer. It used to be uh, 16 and never beaten a one. It's happened. You know, the odds aren't there, but you never know. So you guys are going to take a look at Georgia State. Yeah, for sure. Georgia State has a – a daunting task because it's on the West Coast for a reason. It's in Portland, Oregon, because Gonzaga is the number one overall seed. Right. So Gonzaga will probably have 5,000 fans. Yeah, and game. Georgia State will have 50 or whatever. But they can go out there and still play, man. You don't know until the ball is tipped. What happens is doable for sure. And uh, they're definitely going to compete. And for whoever's out there, regardless if it's you or it's Georgia State, I mean, you, you, you win that game on Thursday, and that's, you know, it's going to be a challenge. But you get past there, you got to have the what I like to call, because a, a coach, I heard a coach explain this to a team one time, you got to have the bull riders mentality. They get, they get awarded points because they pick out the toughest bull to ride. And no bigger bull in this tournament than, than Gonzaga if you get a shot at them. Yeah, there's, there's hey, they got a story in the Bible called David and Goliath. So, you know, Georgia State is going <laughs> to – that Georgia State is going to go, they're going to go there as far as, you know, going to compete. You can never say what's going to happen. Yeah. You, can, you can dictate it because, as you see, they, they post these games and then they give the, the percentage of what the team is that's going to win or whatever. I've seen that up there a bunch of times and go the other way. So you just have to go in and, and play hard and, and, and give it your all and then see what happens. All right, Coach, what time y'all take? I know y'all taking off tomorrow to get out to Portland. Yeah, well, here's the deal. We don't even know. The NCAA hadn't even called us to tell us when we were leaving yet. So we're supposed Maybe to call them and tell them you play Thursday and you'd like to know. Yeah, we need to leave tomorrow, but we don't even know, <laughs> which is crazy. And then we go two time zones northwest, and we play the first game of the NCAA tournament at 1045 in the morning there, 1245 here. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. Cool, Coach, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a great opportunity. We want it. Let's you go. Clap you it got up for the there. We like it. We like hope, it. Hope to see you out there. If you can't go out there, be here. We'll have our pregame show here starting at 1130. And that comes up on Thursday. So I know you'll hear the Tiger fans, whether they're in Portland or they're back here cheering for yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. We'll be ready, and we'll know that the city will be watching. All right, Coach, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Go get them this weekend. Thank you. Big round of applause for the head coach, Anthony Penny Hardaway. That's going to wrap things up for us from here. Thanks to everyone for coming out, for everyone involved. That includes Max back at the Studio Ditch, our executive producer out here tonight. Thanks for uh, filling in for Dan O'Brien. I'm Jeff Breibel. Thanks for joining us, and go Tigers.
Live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, this has been the Penny Hardaway Radio Show. Driven by Wolf Chase Toyota. Wolf Chase Toyota, Memphis's number one Toyota dealer. Also brought to you by AutoZone. Next time you need a car battery, just pick it up. Visit AutoZone.com and select Same Day Store Pickup. Just one reason why AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Toyota. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Toyota, let's go places. And by First Horizon, the official bank of your Memphis Tigers. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Memphis Tigers Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.